hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading wherever you are right across Australia. Two blokes talking tech. My name Trevor Long from EFTM, and joining me each and every week, Stephen Fennick from TechGuide.com.au. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. It's uh, not many companies that get us out of bed this early, Trev, but uh, Apple happens to be one of them. Exactly. It is uh, 5 a.m. The Apple uh, press announcement uh, started literally two hours ago and finished probably 45 minutes ago, and we are here bright and early to bring you everything from that announcement here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. So two phones, uh, two announcements, sort of with an, with an operating system behind them. Let's break it down and split it in half here, mate. We'll kick it off with the uh, Apple iPhone 5C. Now, let's be clear, no surprises here, none at all, essentially. Uh, the 5C is the, uh, I want to say low cost, but we'll get to that later. Uh, it's it's the, um, I don't know how to say it otherwise, uh, other than low cost, but it's certainly <laughs> it's the colourful, the colourful uh, version of the iPhone. It's a polycarbonate plastic, so the entire back and sides are one single moulded piece. There's no seams, kind of using that theory they had with the with the MacBooks, you know, when they when they did their unibody aluminium. They're going, well, this the is... IMAX. Remember the old IMAX? That's right. The, this is one single piece of polycarbonate plastic, uh, which which makes up the backing of the iPhone 5C. And from what I see, uh, essentially the whole thing is pretty much the iPhone 5 itself, so the 5 that has been on, on the market up until now, is now all the tech from that, all the all the internals of that is now packed into a colourful plastic case uh, that's available in blue, green, white, pink and yellow. Um, and and that's um that's it's a good look I got to say it looks great when you when you put them on a screen and you sit them there and they're trying to sell them it's it's not a bad look mate it goes pretty good uh, I think it's the iPhone five wearing a Technicolor Dreamcoat mm. let's just say it's um it's the f- iPhone five basically I don't think there's any it, it's I think it retains most of the features of the iPhone five yep it's just wearing a different coat um yep. and the the I think uh, Johnny Ive in the video said that. It's unapologetically plastic, so polycarbonate. It's not, not normally we we uh, iPhone iPhones are made out of metal and high grade materials, but here I think uh, to add the color and 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 he used that line, the polycarbonate line. So um, it, it's it's going to appeal. I think it's designed to appeal to to different kind of user, younger user. I think um, it, it, the iPhone. I think that there's there has been, and I've noticed this myself. There's been a trend where some younger users feel that the iPhone is like what their parents use hmm. rather than, than, than something that the, the kids would use. Yep. I think this is trying to capture that, that kid, that youth market, that, that, that youth vitality. Uh, so I think that's, that's one of the reasons why they're going after the, the, the colors there. Also, to, uh, uh, the, 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 what I like about it too is that the, the colors of the cases also match the colors of the wallpaper. So they're really going software, hardware, is is a li- little bit more seamless. Of course, iOS seven across the board as well. Hmm. So, uh, but let's talk about the price, Trev. 
Well, yeah. Look, um, before we talk about the price, uh, there, there's actually a very cool feature that that they've done, which is the case, the the plastic case that that the whole thing, the actual the actual body of the thing is a plastic case. But then they've got these these colourful silicon um, uh, um, covers, let's call them, which is kind of a kind of a stab at the the third party market, don't you think? Um, which are also available in the same colours, but they're, they're trying to go with a mix and matching, and it's a $39 case to put over the top of this plastic iPhone. And it's it's funny because uh, during the actual keynote, the, the announcement, I received two emails, one from our good friends at STM and mm-hmm. another from Signet to say that their cases are ready to go. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think there'll be uh, one thing. On the one hand, they're probably happy that the iPhone 5S is the same shape and size as the iPhone 5. So that's one thing yep. for them. But on the other hand, they're thinking, well, hang on a minute. Apple are now making cases. They're kind of treading on their own territory now. Mm. So they're uh, a little bit of a mixed mixed reaction, I'd say, from phone, the case manufacturers. But um, now oh, I quite like the case how you can mix and match, and the colours show through. And uh, you know, I think they're uh, they're as I said, they're they're trying to go after a different type of user here with the five C, um, hmm. not necessarily the entry level user, as we'll as we'll talk about a little bit later in terms of price. But um, they're they're trying to change the skew here a little bit. They don't yeah. want it to be. The same old thing. And That's even, right. Even though they've added another color on the 5S, which we'll talk about. Mm. But th- this seems to me to be a way for them to create uh, a different, a, a new angle into the phone, a new way for people to be interested in the phone. Because let's face it, the screen sizes are the same, same retina. There's a lot of sameness to the products. Mm. This is their attempt at making it. They're, they're making it as different as they can. And they, these cases for the uh, 5C, um, actually, they, they come in six colours, white, red, yellow, blue, green, and black. So it's um, seven colours. What's the seven? Oh, no, it is six colours. You're right. Yeah, I thought there was a... Be- because what, what you can do is, it's interesting, because with five five iPhones, iPhone 5Cs, and, and six cases, there's a you know huge number of potential colour combinations. The, the cases... Uh, you can basically see the color of the iPhone through the the hole that's left for the camera and the and the flash, and also there's 35 holes in the back which which give you uh, a perspective of color. So when you put a, a, a red cover over a blue phone, you know it's a yeah. funky look. And this takes me back to the Nokia days. Do you remember in in the yeah. what it was at late 90s? Um, you know you'd get NRL covers and cases, and you'd get different colors and all these different things. Uh, it's it's that. It's taking us back to that place where people did like to mix and match and have different colours and cases. It's um, it's quite an interesting move by Apple, but um, I think the kicker, as you said, mate, and why don't you talk us through the price? Tell them the price, well, son. Tell them the price. Well, the the what we expected uh, with this and this, we how many times have we discussed this in the past? Nice. We're thinking, okay, that's an entry level device. Uh, and we, we, I think that we were talking about pricing being three ninety nine, four forty nine. Um, the, the but when the official price was sent through, I was shocked. Yeah, the entry level price for a sixteen gig iPhone five C is seven hundred and thirty nine dollars, uh-huh. and it's eight hundred and sixty nine dollars for the thirty two gig model. Mm. Now there were some of the features that we thought weren't going to be on it, like it's got Siri. Uh, it's got the 802.11n. There's no 802.11ac on the five on the five C. Yep. Uh, it's got the same eight megapixel camera. I don't think it's got it's got the sensor that nope. the five S has. No. So there are several points of difference. Not a lot of difference because there's not a lot of big change in the price. Mm. But I, I don't know. To me, this seems to be not an entry level. It's another version of the phone. 
that um, that they're offering. Interestingly, the iPhone 4S is still available. Uh, and that's that's going to be, and that is going to be priced at five hundred and twenty nine dollars. Yeah, and and here's the thing, the um the the four S is still available, as you say. Now we, we when we talked about this five C coming out, we or I think I said certainly, in, in, and we agreed that the the four and the four S would disappear, um and the five would still be available. This is quite an interesting shift for Apple because to have the the four S still available, but to have the five gone. And the 5C and the 5S in its place, it's it's very interesting. And, and to compare those prices, right, the 5C, 739 Last this time last year, the 5 um, itself was 799 So it's mm. actually not much different um, in terms yeah. of price. But when you take into account, and we'll talk about the price of the 5S later, when you take into account the fact the Aussie dollar has dropped pretty badly, um, perhaps we're seeing the, the end of that renaissance era of wonderful pricing parity. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I'm uh, the the cheapest. I, I still struggle with the fact that the cheapest iPhone, which is a two year old phone, hmm. is five hundred and twenty nine dollars. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm 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 stunned. I I thought that they would have a cheaper phone than that, and it'd be a, a, a an iPhone five, the iPhone five S or five C. There's no five. I thought there'd be a a middle of the road phone. My original thought was the five C's entry level. There'd be a five and the five S. So I think whatever what everyone thought, hmm. uh, and it's not there. And uh, yeah. there's been many much speculation and, and commentary about the fact that Apple are losing market share. They're they're down in the profits. That's the reason why they don't have an entry level phone to compete with the Samsungs and the the Nokia's and all these other companies. That that that's their bread and butter. They're making a lot of money and a lot of uh, getting gaining a lot of market share. It's it surprises me. Yeah, it does. And um, but that's the pricing. And uh, you know what? I don't think they'll fail as, as a result. I just don't think they'll no. they'll hit that low end market, which um, which they could have done. What will be interesting is to see how these uh, how these are impacted on in terms of contract prices. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, the Tech Guide podcast is brought to you by Netgear and also by the new Optus My Plan. You can say no to Bill Shock and yes to the Optus My Plan, the mobile plan that flexes to help you keep your excess fees down. It's time to say no to Bill Shock, yes to saving heaps. You can say yes to going mega to your bites, yes to tweeting, liking, and posting to your heart's content. It's time to say yes to Optus My Plan. Where others would charge you hundreds in excess fees, Optus gives you an extra chunk of data from as little as just $5. The same thing applies for calls. You can add extra minutes for as little as $10. Plans now start at $35 with a minimum total cost of $840 over 24 months. If you want more information, you can visit optus.com.au forward slash my plan for full details. And the other, the, the star of the show, let's say, for the uh, the <laughs> Apple uh, announcement, was the 5S. Now, I think before I start about that, the, the, there were really no surprises here. The 5S, 5C is what we got. The 5S, many of the features w- were speculated uh, about uh, ahead of this launch. And the one, I think, that, that for me was the standout rumor that, that we got right was the new Touch ID sensor. So... Mm. Just kicking it off, first of all, the phone looks almost identical to the iPhone 5 the, with the addition of one extra color. 
They're yep. calling it gold. And I think they've changed the name of the uh, the white phone. They're calling it space grey. So there's gold, <laughs> silver. I oh, know, not black. It's space grey. So there's gold, silver, space grey yeah. are the colours. Now, the, uh, the, the, the biggest improvements, apart from the Touch ID, the camera has improved. It doesn't have more megapixels. It's still 8 megapixel, but it has a larger sensor, so it can capture bigger pixels, yep. better quality images. Uh, it's got a, a true tone flash to, color, to correct those color temperature variations that can give you not accurate colors in your images. Yep, yep. Also got slow-mo. So you can take uh, 120 frames per second and slow it down and speed it up on your video. But the Touch ID, I think the fingerprint sensor, is I think the, the feature of the phone that is going to be, attract the most attention. Uh, it's going to be used to not only unlock the phone but also authorise purchases from iTunes, the iBook store, the App Store, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that Apple was very, very quick to point out is the fact that the, the recognition of your fingerprint, that, that information is going to be encrypted and stored on the device it's not going to be stored in on any Apple server or on iCloud, nothing like that. So they're not setting up a database of fingerprints mm. so everyone can relax that they're not uh, going to turn into Big Brother. <laughs> so uh, that was something they pointed out quite clearly. I think under the hood too, some impressive features there, the new A7 chip, first 64-bit processing uh, in a smartphone, which I think is pretty, pretty cool. The result is twice... The CPU speed, so you're going to get faster performance. They did a great demo with a game, so graphics performance is also going to be enhanced as well. Mm. Um, and the new M7 motion processor that can gather data from the accelerometer, the GPS, so that it gives you even more accurate information so app developers can create all different kinds of health and fitness apps as well. What do you think, Trev? Look, oh, several things. The, the camera, um, the, the, the problem they've got there is that they're still running 8 megapixels. So uh, perception-wise, uh, at a retail level, very hard to sell the fact that it's got a higher aperture and a, and a bigger, mega, bigger pixel within the megapixels. So they, they do compete there. With, and they have a problem competing with the, with the other phones that have a bigger megapixel count because the, the general population have, have been educated to look for a megapixel count, yeah. right? So, so that's but an also issue. Also, though, if I could just butt in there, mate. Also, I think the, the, the public's also been educated that it's not all about megapixels. I think when you're taking a photo with a phone, with a smartphone, mm. more megapixels doesn't always mean a better photograph. Fair enough, you get, might get a bigger file at the end of it, but it doesn't necessarily mean a better photograph. Like, I yeah. think the true photographers know the fact that the processor, the, the sensor, is what does the heavy lifting oh, here. I, I don't and, doubt and, you at all there, mate. But, but yeah. what I'm saying is just at a, at a simple retail level, getting someone to buy it because of the camera, we, we know that the camera is almost better than anything on the market, probably outside of the, the Nokia Lumias. But um, it's just a perception thing. Now, the, um, the good things about the camera, I would say, are the, um, the, the aperture uh, being increased is a very good thing. You'll get such great photos out of that, but also the slow mo. Can you imagine uh, what Instagram's going to look like with these slow mo videos going around? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, slow mo slow mo video is something very new to smartphones. I can't think of one that I, that I've heard that does that as a as a yeah. high I've end. Seen feature. it on a camera, a dedicated oh, uh, digital sure. camera, but not on a smartphone. And and, and then. I think they're playing a bit of catch-up here, Apple, with the burst shot mode and the best yeah. pick because we've seen that pretty heavy on the HTCs and Samsungs in the past. So basically this brings their camera up to software spec um, with the others and it, and it 
in their mind would probably just smash them in terms of hardware. So not not a bad thing in terms of the camera, and I think we'll see beautiful photos coming out of the iPhone 5S. The fingerprint scanner, you're right, the, the privacy issues around that um, were nipped in the bud nice and quickly, um, but I could already see, and I think I tweeted it, I could already see the privacy narcs of the world going on about it, and I get, I've no <laughs> doubt that I'll get calls about it, and you and I will both today on, yep. the, on the radio, people saying, oh, what does it mean, and if I commit yep. a crime, and oh, da, da, da. And the other one that I've seen going around these days is um, early, and it's only been an hour, um, on Twitter is uh, great. So now when someone steals my iPhone, they're also going to cut my finger off. <laughs> <laughs> I think, though, it's a pretty bold step forward. And as typical with the reaction, typical reaction to this, because Apple's doing it, fingerprint technology is now going to be front and center. Yeah. Biometric technology, another name for fingerprint scanning, has been around for a long, long yeah. time. Now that Apple are doing it, everyone's going to take it even more seriously and give it more credibility. So there'll be a lot of people out there who are in the business uh, are cheering this morning thinking that Apple's going to bring this now to the mainstream Hmm. and make it something accessible literally by anyone who owns an iPhone. Now, uh, I'm really keen to see the movement forward with this, whether they're going to allow the fingerprint scanner to be used in apps Yep. Whether it's going to be part of the API? Well, it, um, it, it was in the in the developer code. Uh, there is there was some references to biometrics, so I think we can we can expect to see it, its integration with other apps. Yeah, I'm I'm keen to see that because I think we've mentioned on on previous shows the fact that uh, there there was this could possibly even. Uh, be a way to authorize mobile wallet purchases. Mm. Although there's no mention of NFC, NFC on yeah. the iPhone 5s. Uh, and I'm I'm still looking on the uh, actual on the Apple website now while I'm talking to you to see if it's got actually 802.11ac on board as well. Uh, whether it's uh, that that's part of the specs as well. So um, you know I'm I'm hoping that's the case, and hopefully before the end of this podcast, I will find a, the space on the website to confirm that. But um, you know I think there a lot of the speculation about some of the features. I think NFC being one, uh, it, it's not there. We're, you know. It, I'm hoping I'm surprised and it may be buried in the features, but you, you I know, think uh, I'm, I'm looking still, at- there still lacks a few of the features that are present on other smartphones, other Android smartphones, namely the Galaxy S4, HTC One, the new Note 3. These have got feature sets that are, that are now much larger than the iPhone. Well, I can confirm for you now that it does not have AC. The iPhone 5S includes dual band 802.11a, b, g, and n. Wow. That's disappointing. I'm surprised. Hmm. I'm very surprised. Yeah, that that is. It's funny, you know, isn't it? It's it's kind of interesting to see because we know they know about AC because it's in the also MacBook Air. It's in the MacBook Air and in the in the time capsule. Very interesting that, yeah. that that's not there um, for them to. Le- yeah, um, I I just feel that NFC and wireless AC are the two things that are being left behind here um, in terms of Apple. So that, that's pretty disappointing. The the, the the fingerprint scanner to me is fantastic. Just think about it from a, a parent's point of view. All these, um, I was going to say bullshit, but I'm going to say it anyway, bullshit <laughs> stories about um, in-app purchases. And the ACCC's onto it now. You know what, parents... Um, suck it up and and change the settings on your phone so that you don't you can't buy apps without um, without the password immediately and then don't give your kids the password. But with fingerprint scanner, well, hang on a minute, it's even easier because you can have a really long and encrypted password the kids don't ever need to know, and neither do you. And you know the kids have got to get you to press your thumb on the thing to to pay for the to, for apps. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think uh, that, that that's a great way to authorize the purchase. Now that is going to solve a few problems, but. Um 
yeah, you know, I I, uh, I think there's so much potential with the with the fingerprint scanner. Like, I think it's going to be a great, and and they haven't formally said this, but it'll be a great addition to the Find My iPhone as well. Like part mm. of iOS seven, there's there's even more sturdy security around iOS seven. Even if you uh, er- say someone found your phone and er- and erased it, they still can't activate the phone without your original Apple ID and password. Yeah. So throwing the, the your fingerprint into the mix, it's going to make it, it's going to just make the uh, any phone that's been lost just a brick. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's, it's a great feature. And just the one last thing on the fingerprint scanning, um, <clears throat> what I find interesting is because uh, all the fingerprint scanners I've used in the past required you to kind of swipe down your thumb or your finger, and I use it on my Lenovo laptop. It's a very cool way to yep. unlock the phone. But this is a whole new thing. They've got a sapphire crystal, the, the home button. It's unscratchable, apparently. And, and it literally, you put your finger on, and it can read your, your fingerprint at, at any angle and different things like that. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very, very, um, very, very innovative potentially, and and a big difference in in the way that Apple have approached fingerprint scanning to others. Now, the yeah. other the other thing to talk about in, in it is um, which you touched on briefly was the, the processors. Now, there's actually two processors to talk about. Obviously, there's a million processors and things going on in there, but they've they've upgraded to their new A7, so Apple's own uh, processor, which you talked about being 64 bit. Um, the problem for me is 64-bit means absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing to the average Joe. And I'll tell you this, I think it's a problem. Um, uh, when I've had 64-bit Windows or 64-bit this and that, I've found software issues. So you download a piece of software and it doesn't work on it or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm just worried that um, that, that uh, developers will upgrade apps to 64-bit and they won't work backwards compliant. So I'm assuming that's all covered in the end SDK. I'm assuming that that won't happen. Um, also covered in iOS 7 is also compatible with it too. So I think you to to run it won't run anything but iOS 7 that device. Obviously, you can't. Correct. I don't think you'd obviously. be able to downgrade that to another earlier piece of software. No way. No but will, I'm, no more worried, anyway. I'm more worried about the people with four S's who are still yeah. running iOS 6, um, who don't upgrade as Apple would like them to. Um, and and even when they do, the you know apps you don't want any apps to be 64-bit only because that's really starting oh, no, to be. I doubt. I doubt that'd be the case. Because the, the apps have to be compatible with all all devices, not just the latest. Well, well, they don't. Because you think about it, there's been apps in the past that have that have launched and been only compatible with the 4s and the 5, not the 4. So it's quite likely that we will see over the next 12 to 18 months apps that are you know 64 bit yeah, only. True. Um, so that, that to me is a bit of a worry because it's a bit confusing for the average Joe. It's a fantastic technological advance, but it's just confusing to the average Joe. Um, but, you know, speed is greater, graphics processing is greater, and this is, again, still an Apple chip. But the yeah. cool thing is their, their M7 um, chip, which sits kind of, I, I like to think of it as sitting alongside the A7, which is their motion coprocessor, which is basically what they've done is they've gone, hey, we launched accelerometers, we launched gyrometers, all these different things. Now, uh, and, and the compass, now we're putting all those into one chip and we're calling it the M7 and it is the coolest thing. And basically here, the thing here is putting all those things together means they can track and do things around motion that will enable the future of health and fitness. When we think about wearable technology and apps that track your fitness and your steps and all those different things, mm-hmm. this is the processor that's going to do the work. But another, another um, benefit of the M7 is the fact that it takes a little bit of the load off the A7 chip, the main processor. Right. So when it tracks all these apps, uh, the movement, so rather than the, all those, the accelerometer and gyrometer uh, being engaged by the main chip, the A7 processor, hmm. it's done by the M7, so that it, 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 it uses less power then to achieve the same result. 
Yep. So that's going to obviously impact on the battery life, which I think is a good segue to that actual thing, the battery life. Now, yep. how many people have said to you, Trev, oh, on the radio and in person, <laughs> yeah. love the iPhone 5, but the battery's not really good? Telling the price, son. Yeah, well, they're <laughs> saying it's a 10-hour battery life. Yeah. Um, and it, while it's easy to stay, say that on the stage at their, at the, uh, at their keynote, um, real world uh, has shown to be a, a bit different. Um, but look, hopefully, it's a, look, it's a same size device as the 5, so can't see there being a bigger battery packed in there. Um, hopefully, all these, this new technology around it, the new processors and all of that, mm. can result in better battery life. So... 10 hours, that's, if my iPhone battery lasted 10 hours, uh, that, that, that's a pretty good result. I, um, we, we'll only have to wait and see how the apps impact on that battery life as they're rolled out across the world because there's some pretty cool apps going to come out with that motion sensor in them. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long. And all thanks to the good people at Optus, my plan, as well as Netgear, netgear.com.au. Netgear uh, bring you all the best in home and uh, uh, small business networking. And uh, don't forget about storage in your home or small business as well. The Netgear ReadyNAS is, a, is basically storage made easy. Um, if you're at home, you can look at their um, 100 series home network storage because your data is both personal and precious from finance to photos. Make sure it's all protected and accessible with a readiness on your home network. Uh, store your data and media in your own private cloud. Uh, access and share everything easily from any device in your home or remotely from anywhere. Uh, and then you can smile knowing that you ha- don't have to worry again about your important files or entertainment. Now, I've got a ReadyNAS at home and it's got two hard drives in it. And I can tell you the benefit of a, a ReadyNAS is the RAID configuration, which is technical, but it means that your data is actually on a couple of devices. So one of my hard drives has failed, all my data safe. And I can take the faulty one out, put a new one in, and off I go. That's the benefit of the ReadyNAS home storage from Netgear. Netgear.com.au Now, we'll wrap this up with our final thoughts shortly, but before we do that, the, the most important part of the iPhone 5S is the price. Now, the when the 5 came out last year, it was uh, it was 799 899 and 999 in 16, 32, and 64 gig um, configuration. Two things, uh, no 128 gig configuration as we yeah, did get with the iPad. I was iPad. disappointed by that. Um, bitterly disappointed this morning. It's a big disappointment this morning for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm no, disappointed with, uh, with the, the memory capacity there. But, and, uh, and, uh, and the pricing is 869 dollars and 1129 so you're paying an extra 70 100 and 120 dollars for the respective models i don't know um they're going to cop a lot of flack over this mate the next 24 hours is going to be full of it um i think the dollar is probably likely to blame for the most part because they see the thing about people who who aren't narcs have who will understand is you know when when you're Releasing a product like this, you have to do a forecast. You have to forecast the dollar's uh, impact and, and change over the next 6 to 12 months. The, the, they have to forecast that the dollar's not going up. So, you know, 85, 90 cents is where it's at. So I, I, I expect that's likely the reason for this. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see, too, how this is going to be handled by the carriers. I, I think, that, as you know, it's the most competitive product that they fight over. They want, they want to offer the most competitive plans for their customers so it'd be interesting to see what the plans are going to do now with this added cost. Yeah, well, it's interesting whether, because whether the carriers are going to uh, just just cop it sweet, uh, absorb it, or maybe you'll see maybe plans might be four or five bucks a, a month more expensive now to cover it. 
Hmm. I think that's that's the next thing we need to watch out for. I think companies like Optus and and Voda and all those other companies are pretty aggressive when it comes to the iPhone five hmm. or the iPhones in general. They want to own them. They want to be the one to have the most competitive plan. So I don't know uh, whether that's going to impact those plan prices as well. I hope it doesn't, yeah. and they offer value in other areas. But um, it'll be interesting to see that one because in the next few days when plans are rolled out, I think that that's that's going to be one of the most read. They're usually the most read stories I write after iPhone announcements. Absolutely, I do. I do a rundown of every single plan and every single price, and and you can see the people comparing the prices. I think the benefit in terms of PR here is that Apple's still got that uh, the five C, which while it's not low cost, it is the lowest price. Therefore, there will still be iPhones available at the same price they always were. The question is. What's the top end, and and how do you get the top end phone uh, on a plan? It's, it's going. To, you're absolutely right. It's going to be very interesting. The prices, no doubt, will disappoint people. But um, and I don't think fingerprint scanning is enough to get you over the line to pay an extra hundred bucks. Um, so the five S could be the one that people skip, mate, and and, and wait for the six. Mate, who knows? Yeah, I think uh, just just uh, in from my thoughts on the whole thing, um, the, it, it was uh, yet another case of Apple having to manage expectations. I, I, I think they they matched expectations. We all kind of knew what was going to be announced today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if if anything, we, we, everyone was anticipating slightly more in terms mm. of you know eight hundred two eleven AC, one twenty eight meg a gig storage, uh, lower prices. So they're the three sort of things that that kind of missed the mark for me. Uh, in terms of, uh, of of that, it's the part of the announcement. But mm. um, in general, I think look, like everything, once you get the Apple product in your hand, you think it's impressive. Uh, on face value, and and you mentioned some Twitter reaction. There's some Twitter reaction, putting some negative reaction to the whole thing. Uh, that people wanted more. The pricing, I think, is going to get people talking as well. But as I said. Once you get this device in your hand, that's going to be the one, the, the thing that sells it or not. Yeah, well, I think what's interesting here, um, and we could probably do a whole show on this as well, but um, you know, we knew everything. Uh, this this is a Apple has changed completely because we knew everything. And Phil Phil Schiller even mentioned it. He even said something like, uh, you know, uh, no, no we, we knew this was coming, or or, or yeah, that's you've cool. You've seen the pictures on the web, and that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. We, we're cool with that. And you know, I look at now. I mean, either either they've decided. That's life, and we have to deal with it. Or they've got massive problems because I've seen today, you know, the the full and and complete case, you know, with no insides, but the full and complete case for the new iPad, the iPad Five. It, it it's it's absolutely yeah. guaranteed to be the final thing, and and you think, how does that get out? How does someone get their hands on? It's and- such a big, yeah. It's such a big. Uh, ecosystem they're using yeah, now, the, mate. The Manufacturers yeah. and like you know what we see, uh, the rumors we see is only I think a fraction of what's out there in terms. Of, you think of all the manufacturers and companies involved in supplying components and parts, and the whole ecosystem is so huge that mm. leaks leaks happen. Yeah, it does. Anyway, that is um, that is a wrap of the Apple event from Cupertino, um, Tim Cook and the team. Um, full details on uh, techguide.com.au this morning, as well as uh, I've written a couple of things for EFTM. Um, we'll, we'll have the plans as they come out over the next few days, so keep an eye on the website, and uh, and we'll keep you in, in store with those things. Stephen, it's very early in the morning, mate. I'm going to go and get some toast. Yes, uh, I've already had a cup of tea. I think it's time to have some breakfast now, Trev. All right. Thanks for listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. We'll be back next week with a regularly scheduled podcast about all the things happening in the world of technology. (laughs) 
Ripperita.